Welcome to the Dewhawk Digest, the podcast for all things Loras College. For anyone who has been on campus the past six years, there's a good chance they have encountered campus safety officer Darian Hugger. And if they did, they walked away a better person for it. In this episode, Darian joins me to talk about his unique role on campus, both keeping students safe and helping guide them on their future paths. I'm Robert Waterbury, Assistant Director of Campus Communications, and I'm pleased to welcome the aforementioned Darian Hugger to the show. Darian, welcome to the Dewhawk Digest. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we've we've been kind of chasing each other a little bit, trying to trying to make this happen. So. Yes, yes, it's been a couple months of the making here, but we finally got here. Right? Yeah, I'm <laughs> glad we finally got you to able to find a time to get you to come and sit down and chat a little bit. Yeah, so. yeah, thank you. So uh, we're gonna start right off at the very beginning. Tell me a little bit about uh, your pre Loris history. What was what were you doing before you came to Loris? So uh, before I came to Loris, I've only been in Dubuque, Iowa, here about eight years. Um, and before that, I was living in Chicago, Illinois, and I was working for a electric company um, called Great. It was an electric warehouse company, and it's called Gray Bar Electric. And um, I was doing that because I am a licensed and trained uh, tri- electrician. Um, well, I used to be. I haven't caught up to that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Um, so I've been, I, I was doing that, and then um, I just needed a change, to be perfectly okay. honest with you. I, my life was going to different way and I just needed something else to do so I decided to make a complete change and move to Iowa with my family (laughs) Um, and I just wanted to do something different and I ended up at Loris and just changed from there. That is a distinctly different change when I from Chicago to be. <laughs> I know, I know. I I said that too, but I says it was more for my kids. Yeah. Um, just didn't want them to grow up in that environment. Want mm-hmm. them to grow up in something different than I did. So that's what I made the change for, and it was at the perfect time because they were small. They were still little. Sure. Um, so that worked out for us tremendously because they they've grown so well here in yeah. the Dubuque. So. Great. It was perfect. <laughs> so, so tell me a little bit about when you first came to Loris. Obviously, you, you interviewed and went the process. What, what were your first impressions of, of the campus? Um, my first impressions were, to be perfectly honest with you, Rob, uh, it was really, really. It says they're missing something like me. Mm-hmm. I honestly said that, and I perfect, and I said that in my interview. I says I think you guys are definitely missing something, and I just bring something different. And, and my per- first impression was like this school could use someone like me <laughs> and I told Art Sunleaf that Dr. Tillingleaf and I told uh, uh, Molly and I also told they're all in the interview I says I think you guys need me and they hired me on the spot right then and there nice it was pretty f- and it, the the marriage between Loris and Darian started right there <laughs> <laughs> so then those those first couple uh, couple days weeks months how did uh, obviously the marriage started I mean did you feel like you kind of fit in right away or was it a bit of a transition into it it was a transition. Um, I think there were, you know, Loris hadn't had anyone like me before. I, I mean, as as outspoken as a, a security guard can be, mm-hmm. um, it basically was just, you know, security was here. And mm-hmm. people knew that. And I just wanted everyone to uh, say, yeah, we're here, but, you know, we can be fun, too. They were pretty fun guys, to be honest with you. And I, and I, it, it took a little while for students to catch on that because it was like, oh, it's an authority figure and we don't mm-hmm. want to be friends with them. And, you know, so but that took about. I'm not gonna, you know, it took about four or five months for that to happen for students to realize that, hey, hell no, no, he's pretty fun and he's pretty cool to be around. And staff just immediately mm-hmm. gravitated towards him. <laughs> he just immediately was like, oh, Darian's great. So it took a while, but that transition was 
um, something for me because I've never worked with students before. I've never worked in higher education before. I've never been around any of this. It was just me trying to um, befriend but also be authoritative. Sure. Kind of find that right balance. Yeah, of, it's, yeah, it's yeah. hard to find that balance. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a catch. When you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, but it's there. It, it, it can be found, and I think I found my niche with that. Yeah, kind of find that balance of respect, but also you know, friendship and yes. just kind of camaraderie. Yeah, that, yeah. well, you yeah. have to give respect to give respect. Yeah. So I, I always, and I always told him, I says, I respect you as an adult. I know you just came from mom's house, but you're an adult, so I respect you as an adult, and I'll treat you as an adult until you don't act like an adult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, so as a safety officer, what uh, talk a little bit about what your role is on campus, at least as, as your, your job is defined. Obviously, you play a, a larger role in that in general, but we'll, we can get to that. Let's start mm-hmm. on just like your actual well, job. Well, my, my job description itself was just to be present. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're a safety officer for Laura, so it's mainly what we do. Just be present and, and be around. And, and um, each shift has their own role. My shift is first. Mm-hmm. And just be present, be around, and, and if you can, um, write a few parking tickets here and there, but not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this second shift is different. They're, they're a lockup shift. I work that shift as well. You just lock up everything, make sure everyone's in, you know, um, the buildings are locked down, classrooms are locked down. And um, and in third shift, just make sure that second shift did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so each shift is different. Everyone has their own role. And my role is to just be present and be be present and, and be um, informative as possible mm-hmm. when you're around, when someone, you know, when they have visits or um, just the passerby, you know, just be present. Make sure that hey, you know, um, camp, you know, campus safety is here if you mm-hmm. need us, and if not, you know, you don't need us. But <laughs> just to let you know we are here. So that's yeah. basically my role. Okay, so your role in terms of your job duties is one thing, but you've kind of taken on a, a bit of an advisory role too in, in terms of with the students, you know, with the Black Student Union and other organizations. What prompted you to get more involved with, especially not having experience working with students or higher education, what prompted you to kind of get more involved and, and kind of have an experience like that? I think it was more of the seeing the disconnect between the um, professor, you know, and, you know, between professor and student, there's not, they're not here all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's always going to be that maybe they'll connect to the professor, maybe they don't. And as it is for me, I felt like a lot of the students, particularly the black students, that just just wanted to just go to class and then go back to the room, go to class, go back to the room, which is fine. But you're in college. So let's experience it a little bit. (laughs) You know what I mean? If you're not from Dubuque, let's experience it a little bit. Let's experience Lawrence College. So I think I looked at that and I just want to jump in as much as I can to get them to get the full experience of 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 college and, and being a part of something. So that's why I reached out and to Sergio and I reached out to Art and I says, what can I do to be more a part of the student experience? Mm-hmm. And it's just to do what you want, you know, basically do what you feel that you can do to help. And I just, the first thing I looked at was the Black Student Union. And then it was LULAC. And then it was, <laughs> no, everyone started coming, cab mm-hmm. comes, like everyone mm-hmm. needs, wants to, to, I guess feel the energy that Darian brings, and that's why. I was <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I just was like. I just want to inject energy into you guys and just mm-hmm. experience the the college experience better. Um, you know, it, you're far from home, and some are far from home, and some are have never been to a school like this before. So mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm experiencing it too. I've never worked in this too, so let's go through it together. Yeah, and it just 
parlayed into (laughs) (laughs) to everyone is just like so I enjoy I truly truly enjoy being a part of Black Student Union I truly enjoy being a part of um, LULAC and whatever help they can help whatever help I can get to them and everyone else forward thinking there's a bunch of student organizations that I work with and I love it so it's just something I think that um, wasn't expected but um, I think now going forward um, it's it should be um, fine to work with uh, security so mm-hmm. I think a lot of security guards are now figuring out like hey man it's okay you mm-hmm. know and they come to us so it's always it's a better relationship yeah good so uh, in terms of what they what they talk to you about is it kind of run the gamut of small stuff to kind of more like well you know this is my first time on my own I don't know how to do this kind <laughs> of well yeah that's for the, my first time on my own that's why I told her just I don't I've never done this advisory role before. Like I said, I've never done any of this before. I think Sergio helped me along along the way, for sure. And then it more parlayed into just, hey, well, you got a lot of great ideas. Go ahead and do it. We trust you. And once they said they trust me, it felt like, you know, I know what I'm doing. So that's what it was. I, I, I give a lot to Sergio and Art because I didn't know what I was doing with mm-hmm. this advisory role. But they helped coach me along the way, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So, obviously, the last, you know, year and a half, two years has been kind of – tumultuous yeah. at, at best <laughs> and you know it's, there's those points where it's, sometimes it feels like the world is moving extremely rapidly at the same time going at a snail's pace right <laughs> so and, and kind of speaking more specifically about um you know the, the seismic cultural shift where it, there's so much more awareness about marginal groups but there's so feels like not enough is being done at all to actually address it so there's awareness but there's nothing's happening true um to kind of bring that more close to home in terms of campus um what are you seeing in terms of the way the campus is handling all these changes all these things that are you know this awareness but also i mean are things improving are are we getting better or is there still kind of that slow crawl i I think from from me my perspective it's still in a slow snail's place Mm -hmm. uh, snail's pace um it's still slow but it's moving Mm -hmm. i mean it's being talked about at least now for sure that where it wasn't um are they, where is it where we want it to be? No, but we're moving in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for sure there's a lot more uh, uh, conversations on campus and mm-hmm. there are more uh, people talking to each other from different races and everything else just to get a sense of where we are as, as, a, as a culture. Mm-hmm. So I think um, it's moving, but it could, you know, it could move faster, but yeah. it's moving. And that's, yeah. that's I, I think that's from my point of view and most of the students' point of view, it's moving. There's conversations mm-hmm. being had. So that's... That's that's the goal. That's your starting point. Yeah, that's the starting least, point. Yeah. At least we're talking about it. At least mm-hmm. we're making changes in certain areas and certain departments and stuff like that. So there's things that are happening that that do help. It's moving, but you know we'll get there. Right. <laughs> we'll get there. And I don't think that that the most of the that stuff that's going around reaches Dubuque mm-hmm. or reaches Lawrence campus. Right. So I think a lot of it is that. <laughs> right. You know, and a lot of students are, you know, are involved, but at the same time, it's just most of it is just like, well, we're still a small school, but we're, we're, we're working for it. We're working more. Sure. So, so I, I want to address one other way that you are actually involved a little bit more off campus, but you, know, you and your wife, Nicole, have started up a company called Takeover Cosmetics. Can you share a little bit about that? Yes. Um, so as my, my wife was was hearing from a lot of the young students because I said I'm involved in social media, social media, social groups, and they would come to the house and stuff like that. And they were saying there was not enough products for them to use as far as cosmetics, hair products, skin products, and, and, and things like that. And my wife has always made these things. She just made stuff organically for her mm-hmm. and my kids. 
once she found that out, she just started mass producing a little bit for the students themselves, and then it turned into a full-on business. <laughs> so what we, what we do with Takeover Cosmetics, it's all organic uh, hair care and skin care products for all. Okay. For all races, for it, any hair type, anything. So if you have psoriasis, scabies, or, or rashes, or anything like that, it's all organic, and we use it for your face, your skin, your, skin, your hair, and it cures it <laughs> from a natural standpoint. So what that's what we brought in, and it's um, doing quite well in Dubuque, and we've, we've actually ballooned into Cedar Rapids a little bit lately. Um, so... We've done that as as and we was trying to bring it as a full on Dubuque, um, Iowa business. We're going to be based in Dubuque. We want to come from Dubuque, and we want to start it here in Dubuque. And that's what we've done, and we want to be started. We started here from Loris, and we've moved to UD. We moved to other schools, but yeah. Loris was the actual starting point. <laughs> okay. And from that point on, we've just it's for everyone. It's takeovercosmetics.com. If you have any issues <laughs> with your hair growth it's for men we have beard oil mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're trying to grow the beard or if you're just trying to keep your beard intact mm-hmm. we have both stuff like that we have um under eye cream we've we've transitioned to bath salts and everything um it's full-on cosmetic it's pretty much take over your glow so that's what it's called takeover cosmetics it's taking over yourself and you just saying hey i don't want this on my arm anymore <laughs> <laughs> so i'm going to take it over and take it you know i'm not going to listen to a doctor or anything to because it's all organic and mm-hmm. it works and I, I, I wouldn't promote it if it didn't sure. I, Suffered from uh, um, um, rashes myself, heat rashes, completely gone. Mm-hmm. Haven't had them in two years. <laughs> so it's it's all organic. And um, she started this business, and we've just been going strong from there. And it's 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 wonderful. I absolutely love the result, and I just love people just calling calling us back saying thank you. <laughs> it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah. So well, and you kind of mentioned that the, the students would come to you guys and say, well, we don't have this product. Is that kind of where this resulted when you yeah. guys moved to Dubuque and yeah. you couldn't find it? Here? Yes. That's what is resulting. in. we came into Dubuque. Um, like we said, Dubuque is new for us. Um, the same products that we were getting in a major city, we weren't getting here, mm-hmm. which is understandable because it's a smaller city. Um, it's just, she started making the products herself. And that's okay. what she says. Um, you know, students came to her and she just went from there and then, one person says, hey, I'll pay you for that. And <laughs> it's went from there. It's just a full-on business. Nice. Um, it's 40 hours here and it's 80 hours at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can rest, it. You can rest yeah, down the road time. sometimes. <laughs> <At> some <time. laughs> yeah, so, yeah, again, and that's that's takeovercosmetics.com if anybody wants to find out more, yep. kind of learn a little bit more. But um, what, as we kind of, you kind of reflect on, on your time here so far, what's, really stands out to you about Loris College? If, if somebody talks to you like, well, where do you work? What do you do? What, what, what is it that stands out about it? What is it that, that makes Loris unique to you? Uh, for me, it's just the, the family atmosphere. Um, I've always said that when I, when I first got here, when I first stepped on campus, when I first did my first interview, I felt like I was home. Um, it gives you that feeling here. I mean, from, from the top down, no one is above the rest. Um, and that's what I felt immediately mm-hmm. when I came to this campus. It's just like everyone's here for each other. And we're all here for the students. We're all making sure that we can make Colores work. So I felt like it was home. <laughs> and I felt I made the right choice when I definitely came here for it. I came here for a, a part-time interview, <laughs> just yeah. for a part-time position. And I made it into something that I never thought I'd reach. So I think Colores, for me, it just felt like the home atmosphere, 
um, the family atmosphere, everyone's here for each other. We always make sure that we we're doing our job to make sure that these students are the best people that they can be mm -hmm. in this in this in this world. So it's better best job I've ever had. It's better than any campus I've ever been on. And <laughs> I just feel like I've never been on a campus where it felt like this home 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 and family. I just never felt that before. And like I said, we we've been trying to get with each other for months now and it didn't feel like we were missing each other. It was just mm -hmm. felt like hey we're just working. Yeah. <laughs> we're just working. Things are so just happening. It's just and happening, yeah. and it's uh, and I feel that from everyone, from every building I go mm -hmm. to on campus, it's just it just feels like it's home. Yeah, and I think that's the best feeling I can. That's the best description I can give of of Lord's campus. Well, and and part of that actually comes back to you know you guys as the safety officers making it feel like you know making it feel safe and making it feel like a a place that you know like a home as yeah. opposed to like a home. Yeah. I'll be there and then yeah. <laughs> I'll get out of here as soon as they can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? And that's why we want we want you to come in to make sure that, you know, you're once you get out of your car and walk to your your building, whatever, that you're safe. And that's the point. That's what we want to make it feel like. And and I love that the fact that we are on we have three shifts. Some of the best men I've ever met in my life, some of the best men and women I've ever met in my life that that are part of the lower security team. Um, we do a lot and um, we appreciate just making sure. Our appreciation is saying, hey man, when you guys say that, yeah, I, the lights were on, my door was locked, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's our, that's how we feel appreciated. I just mm -hmm. like, thank you, you know, that's, that's the appreciation when we get when, 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 when professors tell us that. So yeah, it's awesome. All right. Well, Darian, thank you so much for taking the time and chatting with me. I'm glad we could finally connect. And uh, and thank you again for everything that you do. All your contributions do not go unnoticed, whether it's from faculty, staff, or students, in all the ways that, that your impact is felt. It, it, it is definitely appreciated. I appreciate you, Robert. I, I really do. And I've been waiting to get on this podcast for you for months. And I just appreciate you taking the time and waiting for me and and and, and figuring it out. And, and I appreciate everything you said. Yeah, well, thanks again. And I also want to say thank you to our producer, Trent Hanselman. And thank you to everyone who listened into our discussion. For more podcasts as well as Loris News and features, be sure to visit the Loris News website at daily.loris.edu. We hope you'll join us next time for another Dewhawk Digest. Until then, take care of yourselves and each other, and go Dewhawks! Do